Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called The Intimacy of Pain. My definition of intimacy has broadened as I have matured and gotten older. Actually, I hope yours has too. My goodness, when I was a young teenage girl, intimate things were the embarrassing things my old school mom, who was really the age of a grandma, sort of tried to tell me about, all the while trying not to touch them with a ten-foot pole. There are intimate things shared in private with those who are the closest to us, no matter our age, the things we would never admit to the public. I have experienced the oh-so-precious intimate moments of childbirth four momentous times. They were all so very different. None easy or textbook, unique one from another. And I have been with those in the equally, if not more intimate, rather precious moments at the close of life when trust is paramount. There is the special moment when someone you care about confides something deeply personal or private to you. And another intimate moment I love is when someone speaks about his first experience of the presence of God within. Any or all who are listening know they are standing on sacred ground as the person describes his feeling. There is a hush, and folks usually have the sense to keep still and listen. It truly is an intimate time. I had one of those experiences very recently. It was bittersweet as there was a recollection of the first God-enveloping moment juxtaposed with the pain of the greatest loss known to mankind, the loss of a child. Only God can justify such things, and one day He will. Now, when I use the word justify here, I am referring to it in the accounting sense of the word, when God will set all things straight. God alone is our justifier. That is one of the reasons I love Him so and will stay faithful. I believe that one day God will right all wrongs. Those who have loved much, sacrificed greatly, possibly without much recognition or gratitude, will be recognized. Questions will be answered. Questions that have nagged at us for years, begging for answers and understanding. Gaping wounds of the heart will be forever healed, all in the blink of an eye, every one in an instant. Here, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6, Paul says, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. So many thoughts he had. So much emotion, eh? Not unlike our own times of hurt. In the last briefing, which was called, What Does God Say to Those Who Hurt? I referenced several scriptures. There is power in apprehending these scripture verses for our own, being able to share them with others, and maybe more important than anything, praying these words back to God. When we quote God's word to Him, we take Him at His word, and we hold Him to His promises. 
With the psalmist, we say, Remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Psalm 119, verse 49. From God, this is his heart for you. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. From Matthew 11. From Psalm 121, Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. Okay, child, naturally you sleep, but your loving God does not. He is always watching, always aware, and interceding for you. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. From Psalm 34. And my Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And the Lord your God is with you. The Mighty One will save you. He will rejoice over you. You will rest in His love. He will sing and be joyful about you. From Zephaniah chapter 3. And finally today, in a review from the other day, uh, but he said to me, and this was Paul writing, he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. So God, we pray for those amongst us who need your great peace. Oh God, come and heal. Come and minister the sweet balm of your presence. For those who have lost much, may they in direct proportion experience the greatness of your love. May they seek you for daily grace, ready then to daily receive from you. For you, dear God, keep track of all of our sorrows. You collect all our tears in a bottle. There is nothing that escapes you, and one day you will wipe every tear away. Dear friends, do not shy away from your friend or loved one who is hurting. I realize that you might worry you will not have the right thing to say. The best and greatest right thing, though, is your love, concern, and presence. Then ask God to give you grace-filled words or silences. I assure you, He will answer your prayer.